Well, good morning, church. Good morning, Sunrise. Welcome to all of you here in the service, and welcome to you guys worshiping with us online as well. It's going to be a good day. It'll be a great service. We are uh, excited to have an infant baptism and dedication today as well, and after the service, have a potluck for uh, celebrate our volunteers. It's going to be a great day, and I know it's already kind of feeling hot and muggy out there. There. As, as the staff was watching the weather, there is like this light chance of storms today, sadly. Well, great for the grass and the trees, but sad for our potluck. So we're actually going to do it inside. Um, so it's, you know, we have air conditioning then. You don't have to deal with the humidity and mugginess outside then, right? We're all going to cram into the large group room and have some, some food back there. So anyway, um, we get to worship. We get to sing together and praise our God. So why don't you guys stand with us as we, as we get ready to go. Let's, um, why don't you guys pray with me as we prepare. God, we thank you for this day, uh, the sunshine outside, the impending rain that will refresh the world this afternoon. Um, God, we're just so thankful that we can be here to raise our voices together in praise. And as we sing this first song, raise a hallelujah, God, whatever we may be facing this morning may be a, a great um, a week of happiness ahead of us or if we may be facing some trials or a storm may be brewing in our, in our lives, God, we, we, we can know that we can worship you through. We can praise you through that storm. We can praise you on the mountaintop. We can praise you in the valley. We worship you today. Receive our, our praises today, Jesus. Amen. Let's start. a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies I raise a hallelujah louder than the unbelief I raise a hallelujah my way is a melody I raise a hallelujah and heaven comes to fight for me I'm gonna see in the middle of the storm louder and louder you're gonna hear my praises roar up from the ashes hope will arise death is defeated the king is alive i raise a hallelujah with everything inside of me I raise a hallelujah And I will watch the darkness flee I raise a hallelujah In the middle of the mystery I raise a hallelujah your hold on me oh I'm gonna see in the middle of the storm louder and louder you're gonna hear my praises roar up from the ashes hope will arise death is defeated the king is alive Sing a little 
faithful promises time and time again you have proven you'll do just what you say though the storms may come and the winds may blow I'll remain steadfast and let my heart learn when you speak a word it will come to pass is your faithfulness to me great is your faithfulness to me from the rising sun to the setting same i will praise your name great is your faithfulness Thank you, God, for your faithfulness. God from age. God from age to age, though the earth may pass away, your word remains the same. Your history can prove there's nothing you can't do. You're faithful and true. Though the storms may come and the winds may blow, I'll remain steadfast. Oh, then my heart learn when you speak a word, it will come to pass. Oh, great is your faithfulness to me. Great is your faithfulness. setting same i will praise your name 
we lift up our praises to you because you are the only one that is worthy you are the only one who deserves our praise our honor our song this morning our hallelujah that we lift to you God we just offer this the song from our lips the scripture that we sang this morning we offer that as a sacrifice of praise to you you with our lives. And God, just as, as we started things off this morning, raising our hallelujahs to you this morning, God, we, you know, we all walk through these doors carrying something different. So God, if we're warring a battle right now, or if we're shouting praises from the mountaintop, thank you that you meet us where we are, no matter what we're in. So God, we lay those, those trials, those burdens, those sorrows, the anger, the hurt, the d- depression, the anxiety, we lay that down at your feet this morning and say we worship you through that. We worship you through those battles. So God, in this, the rest of this day, the rest of this week, when things become difficult, may we be reminded of this moment this, this morning of worshiping you through those things. That we don't have to give in to the negativity, the anger, but we can push through and praise you, God, and know that that will change our hearts and draw us closer to your presence. God, you are good, you are kind. Thank you for this day, thank you for worship. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Would you guys take a seat? Good morning. Good, they're awake. My name is Carissa, and I am a partner here at Sunrise, and I'm just happy to be with everybody and worshiping, and um, later we get to be a part of baptism, and then we get to eat a lot of really good food, so it's just a good Sunday, um, despite the strange weather that seems to keep happening when we have outdoor events, but that's okay. we, I just want to welcome everybody here, especially if you are visiting for the first time, then welcome. If you've come to join in and be here for baptisms, um, we want to extend a special welcome to you. And if you are watching online as well, welcome. We are glad that you are here even if you're not here. Um, But if you are visiting for one of the first times, um, we would love to just get to know you a little bit more. There's no pressure, no commitment. But if you would, um, just take your phone and scan the QR code at some point in time. There, It'll take you to a little info page um, and also all of our announcements and our church website and all the info that you'll need. If you are watching online, then you can click on that link in the comments and it will bring you to the same place. Um, Also, if you are here in person, we'd love it if you would stop by the Connect table in the lobby after the service, and there will be somebody there to say hello and give you a gift just for joining us this morning. 
Um, we do have a couple of announcements, some things coming up in the uh, coming weeks here. Um, you may have noticed on the back table, there are some folders and other school supplies that have been starting to gather. And on the little table as you came in, there is a handout of information. We are inviting um, everybody to help just bring in some school supplies. We're partnering with Love Your Neighbor and some other churches. And specifically, um, I know it seems like a lot of churches uh, try to gather school supplies for the young kids and those poor middle schoolers and junior hires sometimes get left out. So the supply list that we have are specifically for um, Jenison Junior High. So if you would just grab a supply list and next time you go to the store or you do some searching online, um, pick up some of those items and you can bring them in to the lobby. Also coming up in uh, about a month, we are going to be having an all-church trip to Michigan's Adventure. Um, last year, we had this for our kids camp and some of the youth helped out, but this time it's really opened up to everybody. Um, that is coming up later in July, but we want to be able to know our count and get tickets together. So if you would please um, register and pay for your tickets, there's a link. And if you would do that by July 1st, um, that would be wonderful. And it should be a lot of fun and it doesn't matter how old you are and you can just have a great time. Um, in just a moment here, we are going to have a little bit of a transition time, some time to say hello, time to get a refill on your beverage in the lobby there. Um, we are not going to be dismissing for kids today. This is a worship together Sunday, and so the kids will be staying with us. But as you do that, we also just want to invite you to give. Um, our church serves the community and serves the people here too as well and serves our greater international community in a lot of ways. So we would just invite you. Um, there is a box in the back. You can give online or you can always, if you're watching at home or you forgot and you still use checks, you can always send your check in later too. So at this time, just... Take a moment, stand up, be brave, say hello, or just hide and go get coffee. Today we're going to be celebrating something sacred and something significant, a baptism and a dedication. And today as we participate in these two sacred symbols, I want us to be reminded of two simple truths. And the first is this, is that when it comes to our relationship with God, God always is the one who comes looking for us. He moves first. He extends grace. He extends love. Even before we know how to respond. And the second thing is this, is that God gives us signs and symbols to help us. To help us remember, to to impact us about the sacredness of the celebrations that we participate in to help us tell our story of how his story, of how his love, of how his presence and how his grace comes to us. This morning as, as we dedicate Sophia and as we baptize Sloane, I want us to be reminded of those things, of the fact that God's love and God's grace come to us even before we know how or that we ought to receive them. Let's remember this morning that God just isn't a promise maker, but he's a promise keeper as well because today's all about promises and not unlike God's promises to us, the promises that are made today are going to be almost entirely in one direction. You see, today's about two little girls and their parents. But it's about much more than that as well. Today we're telling a story. We're participating in a story that begins at the very beginning of time and continues through all of eternity. And it's a story of God's faithfulness and love. It's a story of covenant, of promises. 
of a God who makes promises and of a people who receives them. You see, this morning, these, these props, and, and I mean no disrespect, these sacred and grace-filled reminders help us tell our story, a holy story. They remind us that when we wander, God comes looking. They show us that when we're asleep or unaware that he is awake and fully aware. Today we we continue and we celebrate a covenant or covenants that start that start after Adam and Eve sinned and they hid in the garden from God, but God came looking. And in the midst of that sin, as he is telling them the high cost that their sin is going to make them pay, he gives them signs and symbols to remind them of his love and care, and he offers them a promise to the woman. He says, but your seed, your son, will crush the head of the enemy. He, he gives them clothes to cover their nakedness and their shame. He makes promises and he gives them signs of his promises. In Noah's day, there was no one, according to the scriptures, who was righteous except for, for Noah. Some translations of the Bible say that Noah found favor in the eyes of God, but, but that Hebrew word there that we sometimes translate favor, it really means grace. Noah found grace. You see, Noah was a righteous man, but he still needed God's grace. God gave him a sign of his love, a sign that we see every time, a sign that we might see this afternoon when the rains fall and the clouds clear and the sun shines. Abraham was minding his own business in a place called Ur of the Chaldeans in Persia, and God came to him and he called him away and said, I'm going to give you a new home. I'm going to give you a place, I'm going to give you a people, and I'm going to give you a purpose that through you, the descendants of all the earth will be blessed. He made a promise and he gave him a sign, the sign of circumcision that would mark his people. God came to Moses and he, he called him to be the great emancipator to, to free Israel from Egypt and then gave him the task not only of leading Israel out of Egypt. It was much easier to get the Israelites out of Egypt than it was to get the Egypt out of the Israelites, but that was the task that Moses was given And at Mount Sinai, God came and he met with Moses and he gave him the Ten Commandments, not as a means, my friends, of salvation, but as a mechanism to see more clearly, Gina, here it is, attribution to Gina Raderink. This will happen the first time, the second time I say this, I'll claim it for myself. He gave them this command to show them how properly small they are. And how magnificently big he is. Isn't that good? <clears throat> and he gave him signs and symbols, shadows of a greater reality. The tablets of the Ten Commandments. The tabernacle as a tangible expression of his presence. The priesthood to show them their need for a mediator. And on and on it goes. God made promises and he gave signs to communicate those promises. David, he called to be the king to sit on a throne, but gave the promise that there would be one who would sit on that prop, that throne forever as his heir, King Jesus, who on the night he was betrayed took bread and he broke it and declared his intention to make good on all those promises. To be the son of Eve. To be the true and greater rescue. To be the one who came from Abraham's seed. To be the truer and better 
law to be the one who would sit on David's throne. And so Jesus came. And he gave us more signs and symbols of God's love and God's mercy and God's grace. So what are we doing here today? Well, we're following along that trajectory. of making and receiving promises, of participating in signs and symbols. It might be easier at this point to talk about what we're not doing here today. What we're not doing here today is a work of salvation. There's nothing magical that's going to happen. The words that I say aren't some kind of an incantation that are going to turn these little ones into perfect little girls. I know it may be difficult for any of us to, to realize, but right, children aren't perfect. Nor is it a guarantee for parental success. Oh, how I wish. My friends, this is not the end of the work of Christian formation and discipleship. It is the beginning. It's not just a dead ritual either within which we participate. It's more than just a simple ceremony. It is holy and it's sacred. It's a sacred symbol that communicates and reiterates that God is indeed in hot pursuit of these two little ones. It is a space within which God meets us Even if, like Abraham, we sleep through it. Even if we are unaware. It is a remembrance. It is a declaration. A declaration of faith on the part of parents. A promise in response to a promise. That we will indeed press in To the way that God is calling us to go. It is a means by which we experience afresh. And I don't just mean these two families. It is a means by which all of us experience afresh the wonder and the grace and the love of God. So Caitlin and Ben and Brandon and Mackenzie, could you guys come forward with with the little ones, please? Sloane's giving me the side eye. She's like, what are you doing, old man? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's... You guys, yeah, just stand right up here. All right. So let me introduce you to Sloan Ronnie Taylor. Oh, look at that. How precious. So Mackenzie, I sent you the email this morning. You probably didn't get it. And I said, there's no way we can put the new picture on there. You know, it's too late. And then I ran out and I'm like, can we get this new picture on there? And so Dan and Julie did Herculean work. Sloan Ronnie Taylor, parents, Brandon and Mackenzie Taylor, the verse that you've chosen to be read over, um, over Sloan this morning is, so do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I'm your God, and I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Sophia Jean Jor- Jordan, or as Michaela calls her, my uh, temporary grandchild. (laughs) Parents, Caitlin and Ben Jordan. Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 7. Um, We read over Sophia this morning as it has been read over children for generations, for eons. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your might. 
And these words that I command you today will be on your heart and you shall teach them diligently to your children and shall walk, I shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. So now we're going to make some promises. First, I'm going to direct some questions to the four of you, Ben and Caitlin, Brandon and Kenzie. And then we're going to extend a family, then you're going to have some responses as well. You didn't realize you were going to participate today, did you? <laughs> and then to the entire church family, we're going to, to make some promises as well. Um, when I need you to respond, I will stop and say, um, yeah, it, it'll be clear, all right? <laughs> Dear friends. To Brandon and Mackenzie, to Ben and to Caitlin, will you, with God's help, endeavor to bring up these little, uh, these little ones in the discipline and instruction of the Lord? Will you, with God's help, make every reasonable effort with patience and with love to build the character of Christ and the joy of the Lord into their lives? If so, say we will. We will. Do you promise to provide through God's blessing for their physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual needs? Do you promise by God's grace to make it your regular prayer that your children will come to trust in Jesus Christ alone for the forgiveness of their sins and for the fulfillment of his promises to them, even eternal life? And in this faith, follow Jesus as Lord and obey his teachings. If so, say, we promise. We promise. You're doing good, Ben. You're doing great. Will the families please stand, if you're able? To the extended families of these two precious little girls, I ask, to the best of your ability, will you promise to support these little ones and their parents as they grow? Will you be a safe place of care, protection, and love for each of them? If so, say, we will. We will. Please be seated. to the congregation, to the church family. Will you promise to the best of your ability to love, support, and care for these two families? Will you be a faithful and loving witness in word and deed of Christian love and care? Will you promise to make this house a safe and Christ-honoring place for these little ones that they may come to know Jesus as Savior and Lord? If so, say, we will. We will. Okay. Brandon, if you guys will step here. All right. Dip her down a little bit. This is the... Sorry. If you can't tell, right, I'm an adult baptizer by tradition. So this is a... You did think you were going to dunk her. Sloan. No, I'm not going to dunk her. She won't fit in the bowl. Sloan, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. As a sacred sign and symbol of God's covenant and love, we now baptize you. I think you need to lose your mind for a little bit. Okay. All right. Sophia? Yes. <laughs> Sophia, I dedicate and anoint you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit as a sacred sign of his covenant love for you. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Can we pray? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Can we pray? Would you extend a hand this direction? Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for these two families, for these two little ones, Lord, and we pray right now 
that you would put your hedge of protection about them, Father, that you would lead them, that you would guide them, Father, that you would just keep on pursuing them, that Sloan and Sophia would both know and grow to know how much you love them and how much you care for them, Lord, that, that today would be a day, as we said, not that finishes the race, but that it begins the process of your pursuit and our dedication to love them well in Jesus' name. So, Father, now we pray your blessing upon each of them. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. And Julie, so Julie, so Sophia Sloan, this is your pastor. She has some gifts to give your parents. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Oh, I, I, I guess we're okay. You got anything to say, kiddo? Should we? Pastor Dan, she wants you to come and uh, to get a song. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you guys go ahead and stand with us as we sing?
And I won't bow to idols. I stand strong and worship you. If it puts me through the fire, I'll rejoice because you're there too. And I won't be formed by feelings. I hold fast to what is true. If the cross brings transformation, then I'll be crucified with you. Cause death is just the doorway into resurrection life. If I join you in your sufferings, then I join you in your eyes. And when you return in glory with all the angels and the saints, my heart will still be singing. My song will be the same. Oh, Christ be magnified. Just let his praise arise. Christ be magnified in me. Sing it all. Christ be magnified from the altar of my life. Christ be magnified in me. And oh, Christ be magnified. Just let his praise arise. Christ be magnified in me. Sing it all. Christ be magnified from the altar of my life. Christ be magnified in me. can take a seat. Okay. We would like to take some time to I appreciate our volunteers before we jump into the potluck in a few minutes. So um, we're going to kind of go down on the road and recognize each group of volunteers that we kind of oversee. And, uh, and then we'll eat. How do we do that? Now I'm going. Um, so I'm Julie. I'm the children's ministry director and the ministry assistant here. So I work with all of our Sunrise Kids volunteers and our hospitality team. So I'm just going to give a little thank you to each of those. Um, to our Sunrise Kids volunteers, thank you for everything you do for our kids and for our families. It may just feel like you're just holding babies or playing games, but you're investing into the next generation and showing them that they matter to God and to Sunrise, which is very important, and we couldn't do it without you. So thank you to all of my Sunrise Kids volunteers. And then our hospitality team, thank you for welcoming people and making this a a place that we can build community by putting out coffee and donuts and our medical team being ready just in case we ever need them, making it a safe place. So, thank you. So I'm Corey and I get the wonderful honor of hanging out with our sixth through 12th grade students for Sunrise students. So I just wanna say thank you to our youth team uh, who has a really fun but challenging job at times, uh, whether it's watching students put Doritos in their ice cream to try it out as yeah. a wonderful combination, or throwing popcorn at each other, whatever it is. Um, you guys make a difference in the lives of the students. And thank you for journeying with them and loving them and caring for them. It makes a huge, huge difference. And uh, thank you for just helping me. Truly, I could not do it without you guys. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I also get the wonderful honor of thanking our meals team. If you're not aware, we have a meals team here at Sunrise Ministries who deeply cares about the tangible and physical needs of those who just sometimes are in a spot where they need a meal cooked for them. Yeah. You know, and uh, I just want to say thank you so much because you meet an often unseen and forgotten need in the lives of the people who really, truly need it. So thank you for caring. Thank you for loving. Thank you for your investment. And uh, thank you for just being the hands and feet of Jesus. Really appreciate it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, sure. 
Okay. I got a few groups to recognize as well. Um, obviously, worship team. Thankful for all the instrumentalists and vocalists that get up here on the stage uh, week in and week out. And it's fun for you, for me, but also for you guys and the, and the musicians as well. We could mix things up with like you know, cello and keys. Sometimes last week we had a full band with guitar and electric guitar. Um, so it's just it's a blessing for me to be able to lead this team. And many of a good handful of them have been on the team almost as long as I've been here, over 10 years. So it's, it's not common to have a, some volunteers that last that long. So I'm very blessed with such a great team of, up here. Um, also with our tech guys in the back in the booth that, um, on sound and also the projection and live stream. Um, some very new volunteers to that role. Some, again, like Mark has been doing it for over 10 years. So lots of great um, people and help. Is, it's kind of... A, a little daunting with the, all the buttons on the soundboard and the weird things with the live stream, but they do a, such an awesome job and, um, with that. So blessed to have them. Also, our small group leaders and also our Bible discovery group leaders that helped this during Lent, for the, all, all the six weeks of Lent. So blessed to have their leadership in helping guide and disciple um, people of Sunrise with that. And lastly, kind of an unseen group as well. Well, some very seen and some unseen, but our online hosts, you guys don't see them very much, but our um, online people do. They're, uh, they're every week kind of greeting and welcoming and popping in those links for people to click on and just being a welcoming presence for people online. And also our in-service hosts that get up here and uh, welcome you guys to the announcements that, we, that Julie and I throw at them every week and um, just be a welcoming presence to them, uh, to our congregation and people. So thank you to all those teams. We are blessed to have you. I'm thankful for those of you that connect with, with missions in one way or another, whether it's through Love Your Neighbor, Remember Niger, um, uh, Christ for India, um, any of the things that we do, we're thankful for, for you, whether it's just maybe receiving an email or passing something along to me, connecting with those folks. Um, as Chris has said earlier, uh, we want to be a church that makes not only a difference in our community, but also a difference in the world, so we're thankful for that. Um, my primary responsibility... Um, I, I get to deal with, deal with, I get to work with uh, some pretty fantastic and spectacular uh, folks that serve on our board of directors and our elder team. To those of you that are directors, um, folks, these are the kinds of people that, that like to be behind the scenes, and that's kind of why they make really good directors, but they take care of the 501c3 stuff around here. They, they take care of paying the bills and keeping the lights on and keeping the building functioning. Um, I don't say it nearly enough how much I appreciate you um, and how much you doing what you do allows us to do what we do. So super thankful for whether it's folks that are riding mowers to, to mow the lawn or, or just taking care of things that, that, that break around here or making sure we're having hard conversations about how we we spend God's money. Um, I really, really appreciate you. Thankful for each and every one of you. Um, and especially um, just, just the work that you do because your gifts are, in a lot of ways, not my gifts. And I, I, I need you very much. Thankful also uh, to, our, to our elder team, uh, new and old alike. We just had our first elders meeting with the three new elders. And um, I, I think it's safe to say that it's like we've been doing this for a long time. It felt good and it felt natural. Um, I'm thankful to be uh, together with such a healthy a team of people who love the Lord and who love you. I'm thankful to be a part of an elder team that spends uh, time praying over the people of God, that shares the load of pastoral care, that cares deeply about you, and so appreciate that, appreciate them for that. Um, there'll be more to say on this, but just I think it's especially appropriate uh, at this point, and I know I didn't call anybody out specifically, but I'm about to. Um, in October, we're going to be celebrating 20 years um, as a ministry um, of Sunrise Ministries. And on that first elder board 20 years ago, there was a probably a 15-year-old young lady um, <laughs> that, uh, that served on that team and faithfully has, has served as an elder here for the last um, 19 going on 20 years. And uh, this fall will be the first time in Sunrise's history that... Uh, that the wise and caring and gifted Carol Van Heitzma will not be a part of that team. Um, and we will be poorer for that. Um, you don't know the load that this lady has carried. Um, that what she has, 
has done for, for this church. And we're going we're gonna, to, Carol doesn't know this yet, but um, we're going to pray over her and celebrate her uh, a little bit later on. But Carol, we are unbelievably thankful for you, for your leadership and for your wisdom and for your care. Um, and I am especially thankful for you and, and for Dick in creating such an ethos in the leadership here that it just makes our job so much easier. So we're super thankful for them. Anything else? Before Dennis gives the blessing for the closing of the service, I'm just going to have a couple directions for the potluck. Um, the grills are already heating up. And the burgers and um, hot dogs are getting cooked. So since there was a chance of storms, and it's actually beautiful outside, of course it would be. But um, just in case, we, so we are set up to eat inside. So the kids' large group room, which is just down the hallway past the bathrooms, we're going to be eating in there. The table's already set up. Right across the hall from that in the classroom is where the food is kind of set up in there, kind of around the room. There'll be tables in there. So we'll be grabbing the food in there, and the beverages will be right in the window of the... Um, the kitchen. kitchen and if we we're gonna have games set up outside for the kids to play but just in case we have them set up in the youth room so kiddos you're gonna head off all, all, adults as well if you want to play the, the games it's fine but we'll have games set up in the youth room while we kind of wait for the meat to be ready so we're gonna have like a 10-15 minute break in between the service and the potluck starting to kind of um give the time for the grills to get going but for that i don't think i have any more directions for that but just hang out Chill, enjoy the food, and we'll be having potluck in the large group room. Dennis, on to you. Receive this blessing from the Apostle Paul of the Church of Ephesus before we're dismissed. I therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you've been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to the one, one hope that belongs to your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is over all and through all and in all. But grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. As you go today, may you be reminded that God made the first move toward you that he extends his love and his grace to each of you through his one spirit. Amen.